And welcome to a holly jolly episode of Grounded with Brandon and Craig. I'm Brandon. And I'm Craig. Are you holly or jolly? I, it's snowing outside. I'd or, rather be, I'd rather be warm and sunny. Yeah. That's what I'd rather <laughs> be. It is snowing and, um, it's snowing pretty hard. And, and I saw that we could get gusts between 30 and 40 miles an hour. That does not do my heart good. And bro, what is going on with your hair? It's like, Flat like a pancake. It is, but you what did feel you it? do? It's soft. No. I what did I do? I got it. out of the shower and I put a hat on. Like I have you had the hat on all the morning because I didn't notice your hair how flat it was. Well, I had the hat. I had this hat on. I walked in with my beanie. I, I wore the hat because it was cold outside. Oh yeah, I saw the beanie. Yeah. I I I, he, I walked around in his office. I'm like, dude, what's with the hat? And he says, I'm channeling. Are you ready? <laughs> he said it. My inner Justin Bieber. And I was like, no doubt. Where's the tights, bro? Right. <laughs> but. I wore those this morning when I ran. Oh, gosh. But we had a nice, oh my. nice surprise yesterday, did we not? We did. I sent a Snapchat of, there was a pile of gifts in my chair. And I was like, it's, it like, like, Santa it's like Santa came. came. It, yeah. And so, yes. Yeah, so we are drinking. Okay. So we, before you get into that, we, we, <laughs> Walk into his office, and he has these two huge red boxes that are attached together. And I mean, these are big. I mean, these are, these are big boxes, mm-hmm. red boxes. And um, he said, "These are to you and me." And I was like, "Really?" So the bottom it says bottom box is fragile. I'm like, "What could it be?" Exactly. So we uh, we're you know. W- we were still, you know, people were still at church and it got, we were like the last ones to leave. Yep. So we we're like, should we open it? And he's like, yeah, so we did. And so the top box had five different bags of coffee in it. And they were bags. Um, one is from Little Mountain, South Carolina in Podunk Holler. Ah, uh, you know, that has to be good as Podunk Holler. Podunk Holler. It is roadkill coffee. Oh yeah, see from Possum's Coffee Shack. That's Little Mountain, South Carolina. The other I wonder, one. I wonder. I wonder if that's an actual shack, and do they actually serve up the you know the breakfast biscuit and possum uh, biscuit you know gravy sandwich? That would be awesome. Have you ever had that in Podunk Holler, South Carolina? Uh, Little Mountain, South Carolina. Yeah. Gotta be. Yeah. The other one. It, that's that logo is my favorite. I do like the logo. It really he he looks that actually looks like me in the morning. That is Craig. Like I'm pretty sure his name is Craig. It's a possum. He's walking upright, <laughs> holding a cup of coffee, but he has a scowl on his face. That was me this morning when Slanted I slanted eyes, <laughs> frown, not not having it. It's he, snowing again. He's standing there. He's holding the coffee. He has not drank it yet. <laughs> and it's just it just says. A possum coffee. It is. And it's good. We were actually using that as a shot of espresso. That was a shot of espresso. That, that was actually good in my coffee. That is from, and I said this yesterday, my wife made fun of me, Mississippi. Not really? Mississippi, but Mississippi. Um, yeah. Lucidale. Lucidale, Mississippi. Really? Yeah. So that was a really good nice surprise. We have five bags of that stuff. Well, and um, and what, what about the, the bottom box? The bottom box, we opened it up, and there were... Um, four coffee mugs, four coffee mugs and a humongous bourbon, um, maple, maple, something nut nut, mixture, nut mixture. And it was really good. Very good. So it's the first time I've ever drank nuts before. Right. Exactly. I I mean, it it was kind of in a liquid form. No, I'm teasing. They were nuts. And, uh, Brandon took a handful and he went, Oh, I can taste the bourbon. Right. How did you know what bourbon, bourbon tastes like? It just the smell. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So uh, the cups so were, are the cups are two, two a piece, two a piece, 
And one of the cups is white, and it has a possum on a like a limb with a he's hissing he's at hissing. you. And if you've ever had a possum hiss at you, like you can look at it and you can hear that picture. And again, that looks like me when I got outside this morning. I was <laughs> I can, hissing. I can imagine I that. I was hissing. And then the next mug is kind of a possum. What would you say he's doing? Because there's one behind him. Yeah, there's a little baby possum. It's like they're. It's, it's like, like a, a mama. mama possum crawling through the uh, weeds, and this baby is following behind. It's very. Colorful. The weird thing was, was every time you were holding that today, you were pouring your coffee. That possum, the little beady eyes were staring at me yeah well i saw a picture of you actually drinking this coffee and you had little beady eyes too, i did so, but... it was good coffee so this note was in it okay here's the note it says happy holidays tis the season for joy this brought us so much of that it did it brought us so much joy it says coffee must be sipped from possum cups possum cups to fully enhance the flavor and then it says you ready for this i'm ready careful roadkill coffee may contain small bones enjoy <laughs> And this is true. And I'm so thank you guys for removing the hair from yes. that because that's an important part I, they of the, skinned uh, it out the experience. Real well. Yeah, that's a really important part of the experience. So we are really enjoying this. The coffee is good. Uh, the mugs were great. Um, the bourbon um, mixture was mm-hmm. was great. And so thank you guys so much for that. We really really appreciate that. And um, yes, thank you for thinking. And and, and for the others, there were other gifts as well. Yes. Um, thank you so much. You know who you are. We greatly appreciate. Yeah, you, not just the gifts. We do appreciate the gifts, but we yeah. appreciate you and yeah, your do. support. Thank and, you for listening and yes. for hanging in with all. The, the thing about the whole possum talk is that, you know, if we keep getting good co- possum coffee. You're going to have to keep talking about I'm it. I'm going to have to keep co- talking about it. But oh, here's me. the thing. I'm, I'm, it's just not talk for me. It's a lifestyle. You know, it's like, y- y- have you ever had possum sliders? I would almost pay to watch you eat possum. Oh, you know, you know, I don't like gamey meat and it's not real gamey. It's really, really good. I mean, possum burger is good. Okay. Anyways, what about the other gift? I've got it underneath of my mouse right now. Okay. We got another gift from someone. So yesterday, yeah, go, yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's one of my favorite. We get a bag. We got a bag. And it's got coffee in there mm-hmm. and, and a car. Sure. I actually had some of that coffee yesterday. It was pretty good too. Yes. And then, um, when I got home, also in the bag was a mouse pad. A mouse pad. And With it, my favorite grounded logo on it. It was the grounded logo where I'm whistling and I'm carrying the cold brew and you have your hand out like stop. Exactly. And you have this look on your face. I do. You've got the possum carrying the coffee yeah. mug look on your face. You know, that X pretty much is my look. That's that's you. That's my look. It's that Ebenezer Scrooge look, isn't it? Craig and Ezer Scrooge. Craig and Ezer Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, there it is. That's it right there. So, so thank you uh, yeah, thank as you well for that. for that. That's it's. I, I went ahead and pulled that thing out and put it under my mouth. Yeah, it's I saw like, it first thing when I walked in his office. Like, oh, there we are. Right there we there are. It is right there. So that is a very good logo, actually. It is. It is. And you have a different Goldberg. hairstyle in that. Yeah, I need. We you need have a different update. hairstyle today. We need to, to definitely have a different hairstyle. Dude, today. that is flat. Okay. It's like it's like you. It's like you got hit. By a truck, you're like a possum on the road right now. I'm like roadkill, <laughs> exactly. Brandon roadkill. So, um, speaking of possum, mm-hmm. which we haven't talked. I mean, we're I don't know how deep we are, but we've been nothing but about possums. Seven minutes. Going to, yeah. So, um, last week we talked about the possum cook-off, You know, the deer and the possum and all yeah. that. So, lo and behold, um, Anita got this, but you also found this just uh, last week too. Um, we have somebody that listens, Judy Gray, mm-hmm. and she sent the. Possum candy candy canes. canes. Now we don't have those. I really want to try those, but I started reading about the possum candy canes and it said from your garbage pail to your Christmas tree. I was like, that is a great description of that. I'm kind of anxious to see what they taste like because it says 
possum flavored candy canes. Possum flavored candy canes is what it said, and um, I. I, I, I need to do that, but they're, they're very expensive. I mean, they're like seven bucks for six of them. And so. here's the deal. You and I are missing out on marketing stuff. Like we need to come up with some off the wall stuff like this because you know that stuff's going to sell. Exactly. I mean, it did say it was, um, it was, uh, got that, um, I can't remember how the description was, but it did say it was possum flavored, but there was did. some other like did. writing in that that kind of made me go, Ooh, that's, Ooh. that sounds rough, yeah. but hey, I'm willing to try it because. Right. Wonder if that you could take the possum candy cane, put it in your possum coffee, and stir it with. Oh, absolutely! Too. Yeah, but that'd be good. So everybody's like, "Can we stop talking about possum?" Yeah. So <laughs> moving on from possum, um, we actually did. We so we, last week we talked about we were talking about Delaware. Remember? And you were talking. How can I forget you? How can you forget? How you can were, I forget? You, because the other person that I mentioned to you was is Branch Ricky. Branch Ricky, because yes. I, I, that's the name I was. You know, he's a yes. you know, big baseball guy. Exactly. Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Yep. Helped uh, break the color barrier yep. and all that. So he's from Delaware, Ohio. Yes. Lo and behold. Lo and behold. So I got a, we, we got a message on Facebook. We apparently missed someone else who's very prominent, someone else who's very esteemed, um, very, you know, very famous. Judy Gray. She's from Delaware. I did not know was that. was born in Delaware. I didn't know that until you so, uh, told me that. So, so now we, we culminate. The tour of Delaware that you started last week. Yeah. So, and Liza Minnelli's dad is Vincent Minnelli. So we got Rutherf- Rutherford Hayes. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Vincent Minnelli. We've got Branch Ricky. I can't remember the other one that was really big that I told. Oh, Buck Rogers mm-hmm. and Judy Gray. I mean, I mean, talk about the top five Delaware people exactly. of all time. Right there you go. So exactly. And so, then Clint Matlack and somewhere. Then, in yeah. There. He's somewhere right there. Somewhere in there. Yeah. But, yeah. um, so. Thank you for hanging in there with the coffee talk and the possum <laughs> and the Delaware talk. And um, so, uh, are you ready for Christmas? I am ready for Christmas. I hope so. It's a week from today. A week from today. Yeah, and that's what man. You asked that question at the beginning of both services. I don't think people are ready. I don't. Either. They don't. They better be. They better be. I asked that twice in one service, and finally they were ready yeah. to roll. But my goodness, I thought I was like, "Who's ready for Christmas?" And it's like, "Hello." Yeah, like three people were like, "Me." Hello? Well, anybody out there? It's like, it, uh, is it me or does Christmas seem to come like really, really fast? I mean, yeah. super fast. We just celebrated your birthday the other day. That's what it seems like. That's what it seems like. You know, I'm running low on possum coffee and possum espresso, so too bad I can't get some right now. I know. You I know, know what would go good with that possum coffee? No, we're good. I, it, German chocolate cake. Oh, yeah. With possum flakes on top. You take that possum tail. People are like, you all have been drinking too much espresso. <laughs> exactly. All right, moving on. Too much so. bourbon mixed nuts, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, we ready for Christmas and your ready kids are ready. Christmas? I are you ready for Christmas? Um, yeah. I'm, oh, my I, kids are always ready for Christmas. We're doing, yeah. My, yeah. I can see that. I asked your daughter, are you, Kennedy, I'm like, you ready for Christmas? Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. And, um, Speaking of getting ready for Christmas, we can talk about this here in a little bit. Um, yesterday was awesome. Um, very kids staying yesterday in mm-hmm. the service. They did a, a super job. I, I I don't know if I've ever heard anybody uh, compliment as much as the kids did because yes. the kids, um, the message of the song went great with, with the message, uh, the message yeah. yesterday. Um, I just thought it, it was just really great. And then after after the song, um, they asked. They had Christmas balls made up with um, joy. Peace, peace and, and purpose. purpose and they would be like who would like joy you know some people in the crowd raised their hand they get handed out the bulbs so there was i mean i don't know how many bulbs they handed out but there was 
a lot. Yeah. And so there's only four left. So Oh, good. Yeah, so most of them went because, I mean, I'm thinking they handed over 100 bulbs out yesterday. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. But, yeah, they did a great job. But I, uh, I passed somebody in the hallway who had joy and peace, the bulbs. Mm-hmm. And so I, I passed him. I stopped him. I was like, hey, what, what are the bulbs that you have? And they were like, well, I have joy and peace, but I don't I have, have no any purpose. purpose. <laughs> I was like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, yeah, so that was really good. They did an awesome job. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was good to, good to have the kids in there. Yes, so. it was. It was very good. Singing. Yes. They did a good job. Yeah. Thank you to the children's ministry uh, department. Mm-hmm. I know Lynn Norquist yes. and um, you guys worked hard on getting them ready to do mm-hmm. that with the hand. The guys were flawless on the hand they were motions, great. man. It was great. They were flawless. If you yeah. guys guys didn't get a chance to see it, uh, you can go to a YouTube channel. Um, it's up and running. Um, you can. You don't even have to uh, listen to the message. You can just fast forward to the uh, kids if you want and just watch it. I thought they did a fabulous, fabulous job. Or if you did get a chance to see it, go back and watch it again. My kids did that yesterday. They I'm were sure like, they we did. wanted to see ourselves. I want to see me. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they've heard that before somewhere. From you? Oh no. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, I'm out of coffee as well now. So. so what do we do? I mean, okay, thank you guys Thanks for joining, joining us. us. For but um so yeah, we yesterday was a great day and um looking forward to this coming Sunday. Um we're doing Christmas Eve. Um just to put a bug in your ear again. Um Christmas Eve is at uh ten thirty and five o'clock this coming Sunday. So I want you guys to join us, bring somebody with you. Um it should be really uh good candlelight communion. Um it's gonna be a great, a great uh time together. If you guys uh get here early, at least twenty minutes prior to the service, um got a treat for you guys. We're gonna be showing some Christmas clips from movies and you know, some of them um are familiar ones and uh some of them you know maybe not but we're going to be showing there's some clips from some television cl- shows for mm-hmm. christmas and so i hope you guys come grab some coffee or hot chocolate and grab some cookies and come sit down enjoy the the christmas clips and um hopefully we'll get, get you guys ready and yeah, get you guys ready to go to your christmas eve and christmas festivities but mm-hmm. basically what we want you guys to do is to go with jesus christ in your mind and your heart exactly and that you're ready to to receive whatever god wants to give to you mm-hmm. and let's just lift up god glorify him for for what he's done for us through jesus christ i yeah. mean i i don't i think I, i've mentioned this a lot um this year because over the last couple of years, but for some reason this year, and I started last year, I can't hardly think of the birth of Jesus without the death of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I think we need to talk about it all. And so um, this is like, I, I don't know what else we, we, what we want as a, as a people, you know, because we have Jesus Christ. I mean, I don't need anything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, Although you can bring coffee, I, I do. Coffee's I do need good. coffee, but um, and um, it's like the sign I've got in my uh, in my office. It says, "All I need is a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus." And that's exactly right. And we got five bags of possum coffee, so that helps out a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. So, um, by the way, yes, your office is your office is more coffee than Starbucks right now. It does. Guarantee it. it does. Guarantee it. And guess what? what? My coffee has way better coffee than Starbucks right now. You know what? You were right. Between possum coffee, black rifle coffee. Again, I don't like Starbucks, but, um, me neither, but you're, you're right about, about that. But I, I'm going to be honest with you. You're the, the espresso machine that we have in there is mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. That is wonderful. But, I think I've um, made some people 
think about buying one of those. Yeah. There was a group in my office last week that yeah. they were trying to checking that out. But yeah, I mean, just Jesus Christ is is all that we uh, is all that we need. And um, yep, I um, I'm I was really uh, yesterday. Um, you just felt the spirit of God here. You did, and I. It's something that you can't like make up. Right. It, and I'm not just telling you guys this. It was here. I mean, people who visited yesterday told me, mm-hmm. man, the spirit of God is just flowing here today. Yeah. And um, from the people just hanging around and standing and talking yesterday. Yep. I mean, yep. I was down in Connections Cafe a couple times yesterday. It was jammed in there. I mean, every table was taken. People were standing around talking and. Mm-hmm. Brad and Sylvia had a spread on yesterday. Did you have one of my sugar cookies? I well, I did. I had one of the broken pieces because yeah. of as it got down to the bottom. Yes, and I well, did. Those were huge cookies too. That well, they broke them up on purpose. Yeah, and I didn't want to. They you had one left where I wanted to pick the star off, but I didn't. I wanted people to see it just in case. Right. I didn't do that. Okay, so um, I went with one of the other ones. So yeah, they were really really good. There's actually some down there still. Is there? Yeah, I forgot to bring them in. We could have had those with possum coffee. See, so but yesterday. Um, I was, um, you know, when I was looking at those cookies and then I left and that still had one tree left that you right, had made with right. the cookies. And I came back half hour later. It was already it was down. Yes. So I'm glad I, I'm glad I didn't pick the, right. uh, the top part off. Right. But, um, they, um, yeah, you're right. The atmosphere, yeah. the, the conversations, the, it was, it was good. You know, I had conversations with people. It was just, it was a really good day. And, I mean, and all down the hallway, just all down the hallway. People talking. Yeah. And I mean, then, like you said, just the kids singing just topped it off. It was a, cherry on top it really was i mean how 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 can you i mean there's two things that can happen in church that y- y- you have no reason to complain a baptism and, and kids singing exactly i mean how <laughs> there's just no complaining yeah. right i mean you all. shouldn't complain in church anyways no it's not, not about all, you it's all yeah, about god yeah, yeah, but yeah, still yeah, yeah. Exactly. when those two things happen exactly yeah, no grounds so yeah and um, we just hope you guys continue to think about just what you know God has done for us through Christ and hope you guys show up here on Sunday either at 10:30 or 5 and get here a little bit early get you guys some coffee hot chocolate cookies and mm-hmm. come in and and let's just let's just worship God exactly. and uh, we're going to be right probably right at an hour a little less than an probably hour and less, yeah. um get you guys on to your next thing that you have to go but don't lose sight of what we're doing because mm-hmm. uh, um I know it's easy to do right now to lose sight yep, of exactly of of what what God wants so yep I love Allie and I were talking this morning and we'll get into the the message again you've already said that yesterday's message was about purpose and I, I think that that's something that you know, we all want, but there are times in our lives where we don't feel like right. we know what that is. Um, and I think sometimes that's because we're trying to lean on our own understanding. We're right. trying to lean on our own um, gifts and talents and skills to give us that purpose. But right. it has nothing to do with us anyways. But Allie and I were talking about it. And uh, it was I, th- I thought it was great how we sang um, the Paul Balash um, kind of two songs together of four unto us, a child is born and open the eyes of my heart. Um, and Ken, Ken talks about, you know, you are high and lifted up. And, um, and so it's like four unto us, a child is born. And then you start right off the top of your sermon um, with the verse from Isaiah nine, six through seven, four, right. four unto us, a child is born unto us, a son is given and the government will be upon his shoulder and his name will be called wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. 
I love that verse. I love that too. And so we actually all already had sang that during the countdown of My Soul Magnifies the Lord. Part of that song is Mary's song, the Magnificat, and then the bridge of that song is taken from this verse, these verses in Isaiah. Um, and I, I love that. But Allie was like, do you think people, you know, think about that and wonder, you know, and I said, oh, absolutely. I've had people ask me like, do you guys work, t- like work together on that? <laughs> right. like, like, yeah, we work together on it. That's how it, it flows so smoothly. Well, actually, so. I don't do much work on it. I just hand you what I'm doing and you do the work exactly, on it. Exactly, so right? That, and I allow the Holy Spirit. I, yeah, Brandon does the work. Brandon makes the coffee. Brandon does the espresso. So that's that works for me. It works for you. Exactly. exactly. You, you do and the work. And if we hot tent camp. Too. Then if you did that work, that would be even better. But anyway, I'm, I'm down for that. That, that, you've sent me <laughs> but pictures. But you're right. That'd yesterday, um, and in fact, um, after we sang that, the first service, um, cause you know, you're, you, when you're getting ready to get up to speak, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm your thinking, mind okay, is I gotta just racing. Do the flannel yeah. thing. I gotta, I'm gonna do this. How do you guys ready for, I'm trying to get in my mind what, what I'm gonna do. So when you actually get into the, uh, the message and then when I read the Isaiah chapter nine passage and, Immediately when I read that, I was like, "Oh, we just sang this. That's exactly. the first service. That's what went through right. my mind. I'm like, exactly. we literally just sing these words. How how awesome is yep. that? So, yep. and I love this. You know, it's like, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Yeah. And and you know, so it's it's just so um, uh, reaffirming. I think I, I don't know what the right word that last, is. That there. last sentence in that verse yeah. um, is um, something I've been thinking about over the last literally week or two. Actually, it's been longer, been probably a month or two um, because I started working on these mm-hmm. a month and a half ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, that last sentence of the increase of his government and peace and peace, there will be no end. Mm-hmm. Isn't that comforting too? Yeah. Um, you know, because we, we so often we've talked about this, you know, last week we talked about peace, but that's something we long for. You know, we, we want to be, you know, we sing it this time of year. We sing more about peace than any other time of year. Um, but do we have it? Exactly. That's the question. Do you question. really have peace? I mean, right. we have pockets of peace. Right. But do we actually live in the peace that God. Right. And that's the difference is, you know, we, we try to fabricate peace, fabricate peace, but yeah. we, there, we can't fully have it without relying on God. Something that I think that um, I think God has been teaching me over the last several months to have peace in Him, not just to talk about peace, not just mm-hmm. to what, what's the word you use fabricate mm-hmm. um, or emulate the a false peace. Right, right. Um, I should. Uh, I William Barclay has a has written a bunch of commentaries on the New Testament. And in Hebrews, he's talking about peace, and he has four things that we try to aim for peace, but the last one is only through God. And, um, I mean, if you think about it honestly, how peaceful are you today? What's going on in your mind? What's going on in your heart? What's what's happening to you? How how do you and I literally open up our hands and our arms to God and our hearts and just say, God, I, I want to walk in your peace? Exactly. How do you do that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's definitely. Really I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm not trying to be flippant. I'm not trying to say, you know, how do you do this? Because let's just admit this right now. Guaranteed, even the people that are listening, guarantee you don't have 100 percent peace right. right now. Why? And, and it goes. Why don't we have peace. It goes back to a word that you and I talk about all the time, and it's intentional. We've mm-hmm. got to be intentional and understand that we cannot give ourselves that peace. There's nothing we can, we can do. There's nothing we can say. It comes by fully trusting in God 
right. and, and allowing him to work in our lives. Because we kind of correlate happiness and peace and all this stuff together. Completely and happiness different. is really nothing Completely to do with different, that. yeah. Because I've been unhappy about stuff over the last couple mm-hmm. of months and where to the point where I don't like it at all. But still have But peace. I have had a, uh, a peace that has only come through God. Now, exactly. now, here's the thing. Having peace from God is not always easy, but you experience it right. and that's the most important thing even though the circumstances aren't good around you right and so um you know a lot of times we think well if i go on, when i go on vacation a month from now right i'm going to be gone for five days i'm going to be on the beach and i'm, I'm going to i'm going to reset myself and all that right well you go for five days and you reset yourself and the second baby back to work you're back to where you were mm-hmm. so where'd the peace go Right. We put our peace um, in a false peace and not in the peace that God can give us. So that last line really yeah. has a has a lot. Exactly. I um I read something that Eric Ludy had had said uh, a number of years ago. He said, "You wonder if a uh, conversation in heaven took place between God and Jesus when God says, will you go to Earth and will you be there and die for the sins of our people?' And Jesus says, "I'll go." And then God says, "Well, if you go." Mm. I'm going to have to turn away from you. I'm going to turn my back on you, leaving you unprotected as you hang on the cross and you do every sin of the human race, past, present, and future. I'm going to turn my back on you, and you're going to experience my wrath and my hatred for sin, and it's right. going to be terrible, but I'm going to turn my back on you so I won't have to turn my back on them. And Jesus says, I'll do it. Right. And, and you wonder, you wonder did what took place. How, how did it get to that, to where Jesus Christ is like, you know what, here's what we're I'll do it. I'll, right. I'll go in and I'll endure this, this for that. So, I, I I love I love the part of this in the Christmas account because I can't not see the cross in the birth of Jesus. And I saw a picture. I think it was last year where the star over the manger mm-hmm. was really good. Was in the shape of a cross, mm. and I thought. Wonder, mm-hmm. wonder if the star was shaped differently mm-hmm. to where it would emulate what the plant, because the plan right. Jesus was brought here for that solely, right? right. So, you know, there was the prophecy, there was all that, but it, it kind of sent chills because it looked so real. Right. It wasn't like you know comical or c- character like, but it was like wow, that's a st- that star looks like a cross. Yeah, it, it yeah. was amazing. So, you know, God made a plan for Jesus to come and to begin this mission to save us from our sins. And, and I love uh, that, um, you know, an angel comes to Mary and says in Luke chapter, or Luke 1, verses 28 uh, through 30, she says, Rejoice highly, favored one, for the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying. I bet she was. Right. And considered what manner of greeting this was. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid. Okay. That's crazy. For you have found favor with God. Right. And I love Mary because, you know, um, she's willing to do what God wants her to do. But you got to think about Mary. Um, you know, a lot of Bible scholars, you know, I said yesterday, think she's 12, 13, 13 14, 15 yeah. at the top. Max. So your daughter's 11. Yes. So let's put a year onto her. So this could be. Right. Think about this. Right. No, absolutely. Think about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know where she was at with her relationship to God. I'll guarantee right. they're a little bit deeper than what we are today. Oh, absolutely. Because they. They actually lived and believed exactly, and so. But my point is, is that she's still a very young girl. Exactly, she's very, very young. Well, when you look at it too, and 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 just in the fact that you know we're talking about purpose, God used someone a who was so young, but throughout this 
this whole account, he just used the ordinary. Yeah. He didn't go to, you know, royalty. He yeah. didn't go to, you know, the high priest or anybody like that. He used ordinary people. And so, you know, as I look at that, it's like, wow, if God can use them, mm-hmm. God can absolutely use me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, you know, he, you, Mary is given this purpose in her life. And, and yeah, it's like, you know, she was concerned. She was afraid. Um, but I love that. He's like, don't be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine that? No. If an angel told you you have found favor with God? I mean, that's what we I'd strive. I'd be overwhelmed to be one That's thing. what we strive for. Yeah. But to hear that from one of God's angels, it's like, oh. We kind, we, we, we kind of do the whole angel visits with these people, like with Mary. Like, here's the saying, here's Mary's response and all that. But, you know, she's overwhelmed. Um, right. So is she crying? Is she got tears? Is she trembling? Like, trembling is because yeah. he says, don't be afraid. So something's going on. Right. It's not like Mary's like, oh, okay, I got it. You know, there's right. something going on. And, um, but I, um, I, I love this. I love this account. So you, you have Mary and, you know, she's willing to do what God wants her to do. But, um, yesterday I said she's got a humongo problem. Mm-hmm. She's, um, espoused to Joseph and being espoused in that day is not like an engagement or right. going steady. It's it's you're as if you were practically married. married. You are. You're yeah. you're actually married. This is a big deal. And and I don't think that people realize what a big deal this was back then. So um but in that, in those days and if you committed adultery and you were espoused, mm-hmm. um it was a it was a big it was a it was a big deal. Yeah. And um so I, I don't know what the punishment was. I didn't look that up. I probably should have. Right. But I don't know if like the punishment was severe, if it was like I, I don't know. Right. I don't know what would happen there, but um but you were espoused by your parents. Can you imagine if your parents picked your spouse for you? No. Would you have allowed that? Would you have liked that? No. How crazy would that be? Right? You'd be like, um, but mom, she's 60 i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> like what the heck it's like what's going on so mary and joseph they're a spouse together like this is important this is a big deal but mary has a problem she's pregnant and um here's my here's my thing joseph mm-hmm. joseph finds out she's pregnant yep what's his first reaction what's his first thought mm. am i right mm-hmm. i mean he's uh, he's not going to be like and she tries to say, oh, you know, this is from God. He's like, oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, good try. Perfect. Nice try. Try again. Yeah. Yeah, you, you flunked that test. Um, so he's trying to work this out. So here's the thing about Joseph that tells you a lot about Joseph's character. And I mentioned this yesterday. I didn't read this, but I mentioned it. The Bible tells us that he had plans to what? To divorce her quietly. quietly. Which is that, not going to be that like. That in and of hey, itself. He doesn't right. call her names. He doesn't point his fingers at her. He's just, you know what? I'm just going to separate myself from her and be done with this. Right. Shows you a lot about his character. His integrity, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So God takes care of this for him. Mm-hmm. Matthew 1, verses 20 through 21 says, An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. I love that because basically he, he, the angel, without saying it, is saying, you know, hey, your wife is your your, your prospective wife is the virgin that the prophet Isaiah talked about seven hundred fifty mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. and her child is going to be the Messiah. So in Luke two, verses one through seven, it says, and it came to pass in those days. I feel like Linus. 
You do. Yeah. A decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered, and the census took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house in the lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. i got to be honest with you. That is a very long sentence. That's one whole long sentence. So it was, while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth for her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. Now, here's the thing about Luke. I love Luke. I love Luke, too. He is literally giving us what we need to hear. Very detailed. Very detailed. He's reporting Jesus' birth, and Luke is a doctor, so I think this has a lot to do with it because he's very detailed. And it's his intention to tell the story of Jesus Christ in an accurate way so not only the people could understand it, but you and I could understand I think he's thinking long-term of what people need um, to hear. So Luke begins with, you know, with historical people and places. Mm-hmm. Like he talks about Caesar Augustus, Quirinius. He talks about a place and a time and yep. what took place. And so I, I really believe that you have to pinpoint this down in into history because this is history. Yes, exactly. This is a part it's not of not just a, a fairy no, tale. No, not at all. So yesterday I talked a little bit about, you know, how Caesar Augustus' name came about, and um, but his real name is Caius Octavius, and I didn't know if everybody knew that or right, not, but right. um, I asked that question. Who wants a little history lesson? First service is like, eh. Second service is like, meh, okay. Right. But, but anyway, his name was Caius Octavius, and um, his name's not Caesar Augustus. It's actually a title, but um, Julius Caesar was the first what would you say the first person that kind of like was the ruler of the Roman right. Republic? Yes, and his great nephew is Caius, Caius Octavius. Octavius. So he claws his way to the top, and when he goes into power, this is important. I just kind of skimmed over this yesterday. Rome changed from being a republic to now an empire. Mm-hmm. So there's that's two different things there. So um, Octavius gives himself a new name, which is Caesar, which is a tribute to Julius Caesar. Mm -hmm. And then he calls himself Augustus, which means of the gods. And so I mentioned this yesterday that this was a big deal uh, during the early church, because if you didn't worship Uh Caesar, hail Caesar, Caesar is Lord, Mm -hmm. you could be punished, jailed, or maybe even put to death. So in Luke chapter 2, verses 11 and 12, it says, for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you that you will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. Mm-hmm. I love this. Yes. I love this. There's so much going on here. There in is. And, and even beyond, you know, it's like, like we've said, you cannot unpack everything, you know, just in that whole section that you read a few minutes ago from Luke and um, just talking about Jesus, you know, them going. They, you know, they they took the census. They had to go back to yep. um, to Joseph's hometown. Yep. It was Bethlehem. All of that is fulfilling prophecy, yep. and, and that's what you, is so awesome about yep. just this account of Jesus's birth. But yeah, you know, it's like um, just so simple too, though. You know, and that, that's you know the angels talking to the mm-hmm. shepherds exactly, and they're like, you know, and this will be a sign. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And it's like just such a, a simple way. Exactly. Um, but yeah. I like John MacArthur. 
He says, um, Augustus is not the savior of Rome or the world, Jesus Christ, the one who has come. He is the savior now and forevermore. I love that. A true savior is not a monarch dropped in gold or draped in gold or silk, but a baby wrapped in rags. And mm. no truer statement can be said. So. Exactly. But I said yesterday, Caesar's thinking what all good politicians think. I need more money. Uh-huh. And he's like, he, that never has changed. And guess what he does to get more money? I'm going to raise your taxes. Exactly. And we're going to tax you all. And we're going to take a census. Hey, we just want to take a census. Like, it's for our own good. No, it's for me to get more exactly. money. This is what I want. And, um, but here's, here's what God did. And I love this. He uses Caesar as a pawn to get Mary and Joseph to take the 80 mile trip back to Bethlehem because it was foretold that this is what's going to happen. Right. And that's what's got to happen. So he's going to use them to get them back. And here's my point with this whole story is that although it looks like things are out of control for Mary and Joseph, it's not God is in control. Exactly. God's got this. This is, this is the way God wanted it. Yes. God knew this was what's going to happen. And this is the way that, that mm-hmm. he, that he directed it. So, um, but since Joseph was a descendant of David, they make this long journey back. And when they get there, we all know the story. There's Mary no gives room. birth. Yeah. No room in yep. the end. Mary gives birth. Yeah. And um, I think this is a very um, important thing to realize that, you know, here's the king of the universe. He's turned out into the cold. Into the lowliest place. And, you know, you walk into a barn, what do you smell? Right. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Not possum. possum. No, not possum. Roadkill. Roadkill. Yeah. Manure. I think it's worse than that. Manure. <laughs> uh, but you're right. You know, Jesus, king of the universe. Had everything, didn't need to be born in, as a human, but he he did because he he loved us and because he was the only way that we could be saved from our sins. And Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians eight, verse nine. You read this yesterday. You know the generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that by his poverty he could make you rich. I love that. So good. Uh, and, and I said yesterday, this is not your bank account's going to be full. Your pocket's going to be overflowing. You're going to be driving that a new Cadillac. No, that's exactly. not what this means. Um, and, and this is another important thing. Jesus was said, there's no room in the end. There's no room for you here. But Jesus tells us in John 14 too, in my father's house are many mansions. And I wish I would have used the other version where it says, in my father's house are many rooms. rooms. Yeah. Because I think both of them mean the same thing exactly but the room thing kind of puts the picture on this no room no thing. room but, right but he says if it were not so i would have told you and i go to prepare a place for you mm-hmm. and so this good. is how important this is even though the world is not prepared for jesus and even though the world was not looking for jesus there's no room for you mm-hmm. jesus is prepared for you jesus has a purpose for your life and he he knows what you need and so he's preparing a place for you mm-hmm. and, and i and i absolutely love this I love this that you said Christmas is this. God has come, and then in parentheses, Emmanuel, God is with us. How important is that? Mm -hmm. I mean, we've kind of already alluded to that today uh, earlier, but God being with me is more important than anything in this world. Because I, that's, you know, we've talked about joy, peace, and purpose. So Mm -hmm. this is where you find your joy, peace, and purpose. Exactly. Is that God is with us. I mean, it's the wonderful gift of Jesus Christ who's among us and lives inside of us. So I I think if we lose sight of that, then we, we are distracted by not only our own minds and the situations around us. We're not, we're not focused on Christ at all. So Satan's going to do everything he can to pull you away from God. Right. And, and so, um, so the question I asked was this, why is God with us such a great gift today? Mm. And it, 
not just today, but every day. Yes. I mean, it's because Jesus came. He came to die for our sins. And not only did he die for our sins and covered his, his blood covered my sins, but when he walked out of the tomb, he conquered death forever. Exactly. I mean, forever. I'm going to die here. Physically. Yes. But I'm not going to die. I'm going to be in heaven with Jesus Christ. You know, right. even the apostle Paul said to be absent from the body is to be present, present with, with the Lord. Lord. Mm-hmm. And so how great a gift is that? Exactly. To know that, you know, I could die. But I'm going to be with God. Right. Um, so, and, and I kind of spent a little bit of time on this, uh, just a few minutes, because I know this time of the year is very heavy for some people who've Absolutely. lost a loved one. And, um, yep. you know, but, you know, I asked this question. I'm like, well, what's, what's the answer to getting over your hurt? Mm. More presence? I mean, who needs more presence? Mm. I mean, that's just going to temporary give you a brief glimpse of happiness. Right. We need the presence of God in my life, that God is with us. Exactly. That God is with me. And yeah, so, and I've heard that many times. It's and it's kind of cliche, but as cliche as it is, it's so true. Of you know, presence, P R E S E N C E, over presence, P R E S E N T S. Exactly. Um, you know, and and if we don't get any presence to open, as long as God is present in our life, and and that's where our focus is, that's the main thing, and that is where we find our joy, peace, and purpose. I was watching. Um, I think it was on YouTube. This has been a while ago. Hot tent camping. It was that, but no, it wasn't okay. that. Uh, there was a, um, it was an interview from, it said colorized interview from 1919. Okay. Sound. Wow. Like we're talking sound. Right. Like how did they have sound back then? I mean, I don't know. Um, uh, no, I'm sorry, 1929. Okay. So it was colorized from 1929. And so this lady, she's older, and I can't remember when they said she was born. I was thinking it was like in the 18, 18- 60s or something, okay. 1850s, which was weird. You're watching somebody that was born like 160 years ago, right? Thing, and um, and she's from you know the backwoods of you know Appalachia, Podunk Holler in uh, Little Mountain, South Carolina, probably. Pretty much, she, yeah. That's the way it looked. But um, it was they were talking about you know birthdays and Christmases, and mm-hmm. she's poor. She's a very poor woman, mm-hmm. and um. She said, uh, they asked her, it's like, what are you doing for Christmas? And she's like, we have something that we get excited for every Christmas is we have biscuits and sausage gravy for Christmas. Mm. We take biscuits and sausage gravy right, um, for granted. Mm-hmm. We can have that every day if we want. We can go to Bob Evans right now. We can go to the Der Dutchman. We can go to probably any restaurant and have biscuits and mm-hmm. sausage gravy. And um, But she said usually they just can do biscuits but the and gravy but the sausage is more expensive so right. her dad back in the day would save to have that but she said her dad saved money and this is what she did she had a cross that she pulled out she was wearing around her neck she's like this is all I ever need this is the this is my greatest gift is Jesus Christ wow and i was like okay this is wonderful i i actually should have Tried to look that up and played right. that yesterday because right. that was absolutely, um, that was absolutely awesome. But anyway, in, um, Hebrews 13 verses five and six, it says, God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So I say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. Mm-hmm. Knowing that God is with me. Yeah. This is the presence of God in exactly. my life. No matter what you go through, no matter what happens to you, no matter what, no matter what anybody says about you, Christmas is, is that God is with mm-hmm. you and me. And I love that. The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. And you look at that. It's so easy for us to allow the circumstances that surround us to make us fearful. Mm-hmm. You look at Mary and it, you know, she was 
visited by an angel. And what does it say? You know, she was afraid. Yes. You see Joseph visited, visited by an angel. He was afraid. You see the shepherds visited by an angel. They were afraid. Exactly. And, and the angel in all of those said, you know, do not be afraid. And I love this. The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. I like that too. Um, and it's so good. John fourteen twenty three, Jesus says this. All who love me will do what I say. My Father will love them, and we will come and make our home within each of them. That's a phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That's just amazing. I mean, that means God's presence is inside of you and me. It's the exactly. same presence that was in the tomb of Jesus Christ. This, I don't think we fathom how important this is in, mm-hmm. my, in our life, that you have that spirit of Jesus Christ inside of your life. Exactly. And that God comes and makes his home inside of you. Um even when you are going through terrible times, even when things aren't going well around you. In Isaiah 43, verse 2, it says, when you go through the deep waters, I will be with you. Mm-hmm. When you go through the rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. Wow. When you walk through the fire of oppression, these are some harsh surroundings, isn't it? You will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. Mm. Now, doesn't mean you're not going to go through things. Right. It means that you're going to be able to go through them. God's going to get you through them because of the presence inside of you. Because I ask a question, are you going through deep waters this Christmas? Mm. Guaranteed there's people listening or you were here yesterday or watching later online. They're going through some deep yeah. waters, going through some stuff this year. Exactly. It seems like every turn there's something going on. There's a, there's a river of difficulty. Mm-hmm. But you have to remember this, and this is something I have to keep reminding myself, that God is with me. Yeah. That God is with me. Right. That he, he, he's with me, literally. And so I really believe that we need to tap into the presence and into the Spirit of God and don't get so wrapped up in our surroundings and our things and Christmas. Don't get so you, wrapped up in what's wrapped up. Exactly. That yeah. it's so totally, it's Emmanuel. Yes. God is, is, is with us. Um, I read this yesterday. And I thought this was really good. I would have given credit, but I, I don't know who I ripped it off from. So it says red is the color of Christmas. It has nothing to do with Santa or his suit, nothing to do with your checking account mm. in the red. It has nothing to do with the red bulbs on your tree. Red is the color of Christmas because Jesus came to shed his blood on the cross of Calvary, which is the true Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. The tree in which Jesus has died for our sins. This truly is the powerful message of Christmas. Yep. And this is, the message of Christmas is that God loved you so much that he sent Jesus Christ to die for your sins. Mm-hmm. This is a powerful message of Christmas. You can't separate the birth of Jesus Christ. Not at all. From the cross no. and the open tomb. Exactly. It's impossible. Yeah. You can't do it. Now, I understand we can probably try to do that with the with the death of Christ and the resurrection of Christ. But even then, I don't think we can separate those three things. Because nope. those three events are is what is what's so important. And um, so... Man, I just encourage you all today to tap into the presence of God, yep. to know that God is with you no matter what you're going through, yep. no matter what's being done or what's being said or what's happening in Washington or what's happening in your jobs or personally, God is with you. Mm-hmm. And I believe that 100%. Yep. So tap into the presence of God. Brandon, tap into the presence of God. Will do. <laughs> It's good stuff. It's a great reminder. Yeah. And it's, and, 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 you know, it's something, sometimes it sounds so simple. Yeah. But how simple is it to forget? Exactly. Because we get focused on things that are taking place in in our lives and around us and with family members or whatever yeah. else, and yeah. then we lose sight. We, our vision gets cloudy for where exactly. it needs to be. Exactly. And so we have to remind ourselves of that daily. 100%. Well, just to remind you guys, again, Christmas Eve coming up Sunday. Um, hope you guys join us. 
maybe bring somebody with you, maybe a family mm-hmm. member. Uh, we're going to be, uh, that's December 24th, 10.30 a.m. and 5 p.m. Just to let you know, there's also going to be an unstaffed nursery that's mm-hmm. going to be open and available just in case the little ones get out of hand. Yep, you and, need to take them out. And there's no other children's ministry events. None at all. So nothing taking place. It's a family-style worship. It's going to be a little bit more relaxed, a little bit um, yep. probably shorter, like you've already mm-hmm. said. Um, well, uh, quite a bit more music probably than... Okay, I'm just kidding. He looked at me with raised eyebrows. Can we do like a Hillsong song where there's like, I don't know, 29 verses? We are doing a passion version of a song that it's not that bad. Ten minutes? Oh, no, not that. No, five. No, no, not that short. No, not that (laughs) short. Yeah, 12. And also remember, Connections Cafe team is still seeking donations for Christmas cookies, store-bought or homemade. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are going to be served Christmas Eve and uh, with our coffee and hot chocolate. If you'd like to help out, please email at richwoodchurchofchrist at gmail.com. You got it. Right? You got it. Um, don't forget, I'm going to let you talk about this. Flannel Flannel Sunday. Sunday. And that is the I, I set the rumor aside yesterday. You did, but I let everybody know I've already ordered flannel PJs. Not true. Not true. Don't I think people me. think that we're serious about I, this. I, I think they think you're serious because if you come in prancing in with flannel jammies, it's not not happening. I'm going to hit you. It's not happening. Don't worry. Prancing. I will not prance. I don't prance. I've actually seen you prance. I do not prance. But anyways, December 31st. You know, Dasher and Prancer. <laughs> Dasher, Dancer, Prancer. Okay. Um, December 31st, New Year's Eve, 9 o'clock and 10.30 a.m. services will be Flannel Sunday. Wear your favorite flannel shirt. Um, and yeah, it's just going to be just something fun. Just see what kind of flannel everybody has. That'll be nice. So it'll um, be nice and cozy and warm. We'll be nice and cozy. Again, that is a family style worship service as well. Um, there will still be an unstaffed nursery available if you happen to need that. Exactly. And then don't forget women Bible studies coming up. Um, that's going to be starting January 10th um, at 9:30 in the RCC Fellowship Hall. Mm-hmm. And child care is available. If you want to register, you need to go to Richwood.Church/Women. Yep. Um, also, mini basketball camp. You know it. That is January 18th, 19th, and 20th here at RCC. Absolutely free. For grades one through five. It's awesome. Um, you can come if, if your child can make it all three dates, uh, 18th, 19th, 20th, great. If they can only make it to one date, that's fine too. But you need to register for that. More information and to register can be found by going to richwood.church forward slash sports or just go to the homepage richwood.church, drop down the ministries tab and click on sports and that will take you right there. Awesome. Sounds like a good plan. So we got quite a bit um, going on and coming up. Um, new sermon series coming up starting in January. Take a leap. Take a leap. Looking forward to that. And uh, we're going to be talking about several several things and um, maybe press the envelope on a couple things for us personally. And um, I mean, we all need to be pressed a little bit, right? Exactly. I do. Um, yep. Not real hard, but right. Exactly. <laughs> Don't press me real hard, right? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that, that'll be good. So, um, I, I, we haven't talked about this, but I'm assuming we're not going to be podcasting the next two weeks. We probably weeks, will so. not be podcasting the next two weeks because the next two weeks are Christmas Day. I'll be here if you want to be here. Christmas Day. Let's do a Christmas Day podcast. Let's not. Okay. And New Year's Day. 
So we probably won't be here those two probably days. Probably so not. Just to I, let you guys know. I've thought about running a 5K on New Year's Day, but I don't think I'm going to. You want to go run with me? No. If you see Craig running, you run too because somebody's chasing him. <laughs> or something's chasing well, that, him. Wow, that's not, that, that's a very true see, statement. If you see Craig running, he may be um, getting chased by a hissing possum. That could be possible, yeah. that The face on that possum is so me. Oh, that one, yeah. No. Oh, that one too. That was me. Yeah, his name on. is Craig. His Definitely. Craig. <laughs> That's Craig the Possum. <laughs> you should take a picture of that, post that underneath this somehow so they can see that picture. I, I think will. it's hilarious. I will. <laughs> so um two weeks from now, um I guess we'll three weeks from now, we'll be back. We'll up be back and going. So Yeah, this is episode one hundred and twenty five. So That's we're crazy. At one and a quarter. That's crazy. I um thank you guys so much for always listening. Those are the I know some of yes. you listen religiously. I know some of you listen sporadically, mm-hmm. but I just thank you guys for whatever you. And we love your and, feedback. Yeah, we, we love getting the texts and the messages and, and the comments under the Facebook feed and everything. It's yeah. it it brings joy to our lives. Yes, and you know, and I know that we're going to be off in this. It's you know Christmas and New Year's. You know they call it the holiday season. If you guys it's ever get the holiday the, season, exactly. If you ever get. A chance to have possum nuggets. They are awesome. I mean, they are great. Supposed to be deep fried with batter on them. Deep fried in bacon grease. I bet that's good. Oh, yeah. 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 Possum nuggets. Possum nuggets. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Would you eat them? I'd try them. Yeah. You want to make sure you get the meat because if you get the fatty parts, you know what? Real good. If I season them with bearded butcher or meat church seasonings, I'm sure they would be phenomenal. You'd be pop. I bet. I bet your son would pop those like uh, Tic Tacs. You know what? What? You 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 know how you make burn ends? I wonder if you could do like possum burn ends. Oh yeah, possum shoulder on my smoker. You ever had possum shoulder? Oh my goodness, goodness, so good. So what? Possum shoulder is what? Like that big? (laughs) It's like two bites, right? (laughs) Exactly. All right, everybody. If you could just pray for me. Um, Thank you guys for the possum stuff. We oh, it's that, awesome. That like that that's crazy. I mean, we've gotten possum. What we got cans of possum one time. Possum. Yep. With coon gravy or something. I, I, I still think something's gonna jump out if you open that. Oh, I've wanted to open it, but I shake it. It sounds like it's dehydrated in there. I don't know. It could be. It could be. Yeah. I haven't opened it yet. If, I bet the longer you keep it, it gets better. Well, that's the best. You know, I mean, never mind. (laughs) All right. Well, yes. Thank you for listening, Craig. I hope you have a great Christmas. Yes, you have a great Christmas. Happy New Year. And all of you who are listening, hope you guys have a wonderful, safe Christmas and a great New Year. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. Bye. (laughs) 